Hey, you guys, my name is Jeremiah. And it's Ryan. And you guys are tuned into the realest podcast out there. <laughs> I mean, did y'all hear me? Like, the realest podcast out there. Um, so basically, we are jumping into the second episode of The Raw Marriage. Um, we're just resuming off where we left off, uh, episode one. And we're just going to go ahead and continue where uh, the last question was applied. Like, was you know, what, what was it, Ryan? Let's go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> the last question was, how do, you, how do you feel with me having opposite sex friends? Meaning female friends. Okay, yeah, I know what they are. <laughs> I know you're a whole man, you know. Okay. But me, I honestly do not have a problem. Do you know why? It's because I'm going to let myself be known before you like they're gonna have to know who i am you're gonna know that i'm not a woman to play with don't play with me i am gonna be all over my man when i need him how i need him whatever you guys don't have no no position to be best friends and none of that you guys could be platonic friends that's it and you're laughing and i think that's kind of disrespectful because it's like how do you perceive friendship with the opposite sex if i trust you on you know, being friends with somebody, I know, like, you should be loyal to me. Like, don't do nothing conniving. Don't be the uh, uh, venting to her about our personal, personal issues. Don't let her know more about me than I know of her. You know, that's where you kind of overstepping your boundaries. You know to just keep it about friendship. You want to talk about work? Talk about work. You want to talk about food? Talk about food. But Keep your limits to where you can keep the difference of a friendship with a woman and a friendship with your wife. Don't combine that. Know your boundaries. So basically, you know, it's about limiting. Yeah. And no, y'all don't need to be going out to eat. What y'all need to go out to eat by yourself for? (laughs) And my thing, listen, listen, listen. (laughs) <laughs> that's not friends that's just associates that's just now you if you work. go with a group of people that's fine but if you go by yourself with her that's a date yeah if you say hey babe you know i'm going out with a group of people from work you know it's two women and um it's john and da 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 da. i'm like okay yes you cool you know i trust what you're going out there for i'm not gonna nitpick you and and bother you and hover you over you have the right to speak to whoever you want to speak to but you know your per you know where the limit ends i got a question why do you feel like some people are okay with you know their significant other actually going out with their with their opposite sex friends Oh, yeah, we about to go to the club, you know, no big. Yeah, that person got mad issues. That's just my opinion. We we about to go out to The club? Let me find out you going to the club with a whole nother female calling you, calling her your friend. You're going to be sleeping for a very long time. (laughs) That is the dumbest thing you could bring before me. Yeah. And there's certain places you shouldn't even be going with your coworkers. You wouldn't go with your boss in no strip club or whatever. And then y'all go back to work tomorrow? Well, no. Well, you'd be surprised. No, let's some, just keep no, it to the topic. No, no you're saying, not. I'm being not, like, think about it. A lot of bosses in these high, low office, they probably that's be different. stressed. And they probably do go to the strip But that's club. different. They're all investing money where they're all bosses, period, point blank. I'm talking uh-huh. about you clocking in under your supervisor. You're not going to go to no club with this man or y'all going to go take heavy drinks and listen to y'all vent in depth. No. 
there's certain places you just can't go with people you work with or people you consider friends. Now, if this woman got man issues, she's unstable, just too flirtatious, and you could read that, I don't need you befriending her because then she's going to start looking at you as her savior. And then she's going to start developing feelings. And then her wanting to be around you will be more than what you see it as friends. She's going to start liking you. And same thing with men too. But again, I trust you to where you can put that cap to it and be like, all right, I see you flirting with me. I'm married. I'm happy. I don't want no more of your issues. I'm just going to cut it off here because it's kind of going too much for you. And I don't want to go go into that depth with you. So why why women and men feel like, um, I don't care, you know. I know he comes home to me. I'm not insecure about what he does. See, that's the thing. It's not about being insecure. It's about knowing your boundaries. Like, don't you want your man to know, all right, you know. Like, for example, I don't care. He could go with, you know, Ashley. They just cool. Okay, well, Ashley, she's a single woman. And decides to dress very, very sexy before your husband. And they're just going out with the co-workers. And you're used, you just had two kids. You don't dress sexy around your husband. You gain a little bit of weight, whatever. And you let your husband go out to where Ashley knows what the heck is going on. And she's going to take that to her advantage because she thinks your husband is attractive and you just don't care. No. For me, it depends where you're going. Are you going bowling? Everywhere, everybody from wearing jeans and the regular t-shirts, whatever. That's all y'all doing is bowling. That's it. No intimate relationship. It's just, it's just friendship. That's it. I trust you. If me and you are tight and we are in a good place and you know your boundaries, I know my boundaries, we can have platonic friendships with people opposite sex. And then also, they will know who you are. I'm going to speak about you all the time. I will never speak down on you, but I'll always speak about you to where they know where you stand in my life. Just as much as you need to speak about me, they need to know where I stand in your life. And that's why some people could impose at, on other folks at work because it's like, oh, you don't talk about your wife. And when you do, you be saying she tripping. So I'm going to teach you how I, I'm going to show you how I'm not tripping. Let me hear your, your complaints. And then you start developing a relationship. And mm. we don't want that. For real. Like me, when I be at work, my husband, I don't even care if I got to make up a story. Y'all going to know about this man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think that it needs to be done the same too as, as married husbands. Like, hey, you know, my, my wife, she cooks dinner. Even if she just made you a bowl of cereal, make that story popping to make your wife look good before others so that people don't impose or the women that be watching you try to step in. And then they try to like read you and your problems. And okay, then they be like, about, mm. what about men? Same thing. Men are just men are just just as sneaky and bold. But again, like for example, oh, you look really good today. Oh, thank you. You look very handsome yourself. You know, my husband, he did get a haircut, and I really thought he looked real good in that outfit he had. I did go buy him a suit. You get what I'm saying? I smacked him down. I didn't let his compliment kind of spill over with me. I took it, I gave him back a compliment, so we're equal, you know? I could acknowledge beauty just as much as you acknowledge me. 
All right, thank you. I appreciate it. You look handsome just as much. You know, you look good. Right, and now on. let me and let me go ahead and talk about my husband. I did buy my husband a suit, and I mm, he looked real good the other day. So that way he knows. Oh, okay, you're not the one to mess with. You're a beautiful woman, and I thought I could get you by coming for your beauty and coming through your doorway, but I can't. You you throw me off respectfully. What about the weak women, you know, who are married and uh, the weak women who are married and you got men, you know, who happen just to creep, who just, you know, you don't do it with, within your marriage. That's and, her damn fault. She wants to open and yap about her relationship to mm-hmm. somebody. That's your fault. You're giving somebody a pillow to your bed. Y'all pillow talking. You you don't sit here and and expose what you got going on with your spouse to somebody else that don't give a dime to your household. Like, who are you? If you're going to vent about your relationship, make sure it's somebody that's close to you, um, like a girlfriend or a guy friend. Y'all been rocking for a minute and you trust them with that information. Or just don't say nothing at all. The main person you got to disclose your, if your feelings about about a problem is your spouse. He pissed you off on break time? All right, we'll talk about it when we get home. What I got to tell my coworker for? Oh, my husband, he got my nerves. Oh, all right. And then they're not going to respect your spouse because if you could talk about them, you could speak down about them, they're going to get comfortable and start throwing shade. Oh, did your wife make you dinner the other day? What? Remember, you told me your wife don't cook. Well, I brought you some lunch. You want to taste some? That's how they start sneaking in. They start listening and remembering your problems and they start comforting you on the part where they it fills them in, not for you. You vented, but they're taking it in. Like, oh, okay, I'm reeling you in. I know about you. That's why I feel like if you're going to have a female friend, she got to know who I am. I got to know where she, who she is, where she eat, how she breathes, whatever, blah, 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 because that's just what it is. And it can't be no closeness. Boom. Unless breathe. it's about work. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying not to say the wrong thing, but you know, that's it. It got to be work-related, friendship, group of people. That's it. Nothing single-handedly by yourselves or nothing, you know, things like that. Well, you ain't got to worry about that with me. Good. You don't want to worry about that. I'm not doing none of that stuff. Good. I keep, I keep them. Them females you better keep them away. <laughs> All jokes aside. And then the same for you. What? I, I work at home. I ain't got no choice. I see the windows and the walls. What would you want me to do? <laughs> okay, now. So, on to the next question. Because I feel like we're, we're kind of like going on the roll with this. I like this. Um, I like the flow. I like the flow. Uh, Let's see here. Okay. What's the next question? How did your parents show their love to you growing up? And how is that reflecting your marriage? R&B music. R&B music. <laughs> R&B music. Um, mm-hmm. I will see my dad. Uh play hella R&B music around the house. If you knew, if he was playing R&B around the house, that was, his, that was his love language, and that's how that kind of poured on me. If I play some genuine, some Tyrese, you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling good. I'm about to surprise my boo with something to eat. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to, you know, 
set, get some things done. So I noticed that that's what my dad does with his <clears throat> love language. He plays uh, sweet uh, love music. All right. And then how does that apply to me? That, what you mean? I'm saying that's what I do. That's what I do. That's my love language. That's how, you know, right. I show my understood, love language understood. to you. Um, so for me, how did my parents show their love to me growing up? And how do I, you know, show that affection to my boo-boo? Well, my parents, how they showed love to me. No, how, no. the question is. Yeah, how, I'm no, reading it. No, how did your parents show their love to you growing up? Show their love to you. Oh, their love to I you. I thought you were talking about me. No. Well, let's recorrect that, you guys. Um, the way my parents showed each other's love was literally like vibing. Like they just be talking about the funniest things, the craziest things. And how they could just sit there and relate. I would sit there and watch them in the corner and be like, wow, mom and dad, the TV's off. They're not on their phone. They just got food in front of them. And they just in connection. Like, you can feel it. And it's nothing but genuine love. And I was like, ooh, I got to do that with my boo. Like, we got to be able to sit somewhere in our house not use anything to distract us where it's just straight connection between me and you. We talking about whatever. I'm asking questions, you receiving it, you throw questions at me, I'm talking to you, we vibing, we laughing. That is something that I've applied to our relationship because quietness is dead. And being dead, you're dead, okay? And you don't want a dead relationship. I know I don't. (laughs) Do you? No, I don't want a dead relationship. Exactly. Okay, now what does marriage mean to you? You're breathing heavy because it's hot. <laughs> it is very hot in here, literally. It's getting um, hot in here. Marriage to me, meaning coming together as one, mm-hmm. literally as one. Like, since I've been with you and since, you know, I literally proposed to you, I literally feel... My decisions and your decisions is one. Whatever I make <laughs> is, okay, do you agree? Okay, nah, 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 nah. We literally come together in everything we do. So <clears throat> I just look at it like we're, we're one body. Yeah, like just how it says when Jesus says that um, when a man goes and finds his wife, two flesh becomes one. So for me, defining marriage is basically like a unity of two people whose foundation is um, a, that makes a lot of things, you know, um, and then you just start building your relationship. Sometimes some things mess up, but that's where you go and you fix it. You remodel things. You make it brand new. You refresh it. The way I see a marriage is a house. What brought you guys together, which was the land, the location? And then, okay, I think I want to buy it. I want to, you know, you've made a decision to seal the seal, you guys. Now, how are you coursing your growth? Do you just want to stay boyfriend and girlfriend and vibe? Long-term fiancés and vibe? Or do you actually want to get married? Okay, well, um, I want to make you my girlfriend. Okay, boom, you bought land. All right, I want to make you my foundation. I mean, I want to make you my fiancé. All right, boom. You 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 get the foundation done. All right. Well, sweetheart, we don't got the money to have the wedding. We don't got the money to get married all the way. But let's go ahead and grow. You know, 
We were working on our um our jobs. We're working on our location where we're going to be finalized with, you know, where we work at, our school. And those are the equipments on the side. You're buying bricks. You're buying grout. You're buying all of this. That's the stuff that's coming into the relationships. And then when you guys are ready to seal the deal, you guys get married. All right, let's go ahead and start building those uh the 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 forms of the house okay now you got the woods put together you see how the house is set up that's okay we got married now let's really get started let's go ahead and start installing the walls and the and the borders and, and all the installation stuff to go ahead and complete the entire house and that's how i see marriage step by step growth between a relationship and it takes time but it also depends where you guys stand you know what I'm saying? If you guys are just dating a date, then the location varies. If you guys know what y'all want, all right, you got a location. It's limited. You know? Gotcha. And you just go from there. So, again, for me, you know, not to go all the way in depth about it, but again, I just see marriage as a house. And then houses do need maintenance, renovations. How can we renovate our house? How can we renovate us? Sometimes... The wind breaks us down, but we got to rebuild back up. And when we rebuild us back together, it got to be better. You know, remodeling. So that's what marriage is, is really about to me. But, you know, going in depth or whatever, we've asked a few questions. Well, a majority of the questions. But let's go ahead and talk about it, how God looks at it. What is marriage? You know what I'm saying? Marriage to me on how God sees it is basically a one-on-one -on -one flesh reflection of your relationship with God. How can God implicate a relationship between you and him and it's to apply it with a man and a woman physically? Right. And so you have to realize that a lot of the stuff that God demands and asks of us that's what we want out of a relationship. And that's why we have to be honorable. Like God is a, is a jealous God. Look, I don't want you honoring or, 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 or worshiping other gods. I'm the God I want you to or worship. God be like, I want you to communicate with me. Right. Leave, leave your burden unto me. You know, cast your burdens unto cast me. Cast your burdens unto me. That's the same thing with your significant other. Right. Tell me about your problems. Tell me what you're going through. That's, right. I know the scripture communicating with God and with my spouse, you know, it's all about communi it's all about communicating with God and, and your spouse. Right. And that's what makes everything so beautiful is the fact that people say, Oh my God, I can never be married because, you know, it, it just didn't work out. Well, because you guys weren't growing together. You had one person working harder than the other. You had one person who didn't have the equipments to grow. It just takes so much, but again... Well, you guys probably got together for the wrong reason. Right, and one thing I do want to say is the fact that if you're with someone and you regret it, that's not a relationship that God has put together. You have to realize that God will put people together that he knows and sees fit to be together. When you force a relationship on your own, you, are, you will basically reap the repercussions of your own effort. That's just what it is. And some people's relationship fail because guess what? You guys don't depend on God. God is not your foundation. And that's why a lot of the relationships fail. Mm. That's a fact on there. And I'm not here to talk down on anybody or whatever, but let's just be real here. Like 
God is giving you a play-by-play book, instructions, and step-by-step of what marriage is about. Well, how you should treat your husband or how you should treat your wife, what not to do. Now, I do want to say this. Let's really talk about this. Like, Let's talk about submission. I guess a lot of people, they use the word submission to a very, very wrong manner where it's like, I don't want to be his slave. I don't want to submit to him. Like, who is he? You know, they're not rolling their head and stuff. No, maybe if you shut up and you actually understand what the word submission mean. That's basically like for me. I submit to you. You're my husband. I submit. I let you be the man of this house. I let you lead. I let you protect. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be in competition with you to take leadership. You know, I submit to you. Hey, baby, I submit. You go ahead and you make sure that this household is protected. And I play my role. Not because I'm forced to, but it's genuinely done. You know what I'm saying? Certain things me and you align with each other. But at the same time, that's only because we can agree or we want each other's input. There's certain areas I don't want you touching at all. Like, hey, putting the house together, I don't want your input on that at all you go buy the stuff i make it into a home okay that's a fact. go buy the food i'll cook the dinner i think also a reason why a lot of people have that mindset um uh they don't know when on the submission part is because when you're kind of when you grow up with a single mother you know and you used to your single mother doing everything and it's like oh, come out the women or, or the men both women and men you know when you have a mom as a man, you have a mom who does who does everything. She's independent, and you know you want you want a woman who's independent. You, you know what I'm saying? She can do anything and everything by herself. She don't need a man. Okay. And it's like that's that's the mindset that we kind of grow up like. Oh man, I like a girl where she don't need a man. She don't need a man. Right. And then women, you know, women have that mindset on. Hey, I could do it all by myself. You know, I don't. I could do bad all by myself. I don't need a man. My mom did it. My grandma did it. I can do it, you know. And it's right. like, you do need a man. You and do. it's not to say that you need a man as in, like, you can't live life without a man. It's to say you do need a man in position to be balanced before before the Lord. Basically saying that um, I've given you the capability capability of you being strong and understanding and turning uh, a house into a home and and, and, and yes. food into dinner and and yes. you know doing a whole bunch of things but you also need a man to also you know hold the weight of a lot of things that you can't hold by yourself protection and and, like and guidance and things emotions. like that yeah us being women we are emotional creatures and men they just think they they're straight to the point so it's a balancedness that God purposely put separately between a man and a woman. And it's not to say that a woman can't need a man. You can do everything you can set out to do. Yes. Um, But also remember that everything has a partner. The sun has the moon. The earth has the water. The up has the down. You know what I'm saying? So you being another creation of God's creation, you can't say I'm complete being by myself when God said that's not the case. I made you half of something. So in order for you to completely be whole, here comes this other companion. And if you just lean on me, I will get the right match for you. Mm. You speak too much, I'll get someone that speaks 
two less. So when you guys are talking, you equal and weigh it out together. You can't have two loud people talking. They're going to be louder because you're talking louder than me. I want to over talk you. You're talking. Then it gets crazy. <laughs> so you got to have the limit of the opposites attract, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Because that's kind of what it is. But again, everybody go through their traumas, through their situation, and it hinders them from actually finding the right people um, to to love and to love them back as well. So I, I can honestly say, you know, you have to actually like lean on God to say, God, please give me the right person um, that's going to take care of me and love me and hold me when I'm when I'm when I'm hurt and. And God, please give me a woman who can secure me and and make me feel like, you know, I am worth it being a man and things like that. Um, it's, it's a lot, really, honestly, on this conversation. But, you know, on our next episode, we can really talk about, you know, uh, the pros and cons about marriage and go in depth about it, seeing it, how people look at it, like, oh, okay. I don't want to be married because I don't want to be tied to a piece of paper. If you don't get the ignorance out, you don't want to be tied to a piece of paper, but yet you want to get an apartment and get a car and open a bank account and you want to get insurance and get all this stuff that has weight because of legal documentation. But then when you don't want weight between your commitment and marriage before someone, you think a piece of paper is going to seal you guys and, and control you. No. It's I, it's I a think, legal bound. I think people who have that mindset, because back in the day, some some of them didn't have paperwork. But that's because it wasn't open to them to. My thing is, even though back in the day during slavery, yes, they couldn't get married by paperwork. That didn't mean they didn't write that down on a piece of paper to show amongst the slaves within their community that these people were married this day, on this time. You know what I'm saying? There's legal documentation, whether it's written by the government or between the people themselves, that, hey, two people came as one before God. This is the proof of it as well, you know? So for people to be like, oh, marriage is just a piece of paper. It's not just a piece of paper. It holds weight. If your husband dies and you guys been paying insurance, that's his way of taking care of you by you getting a, 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 a payout to help pay your bills things that he left behind that would be thrown on you, that stuff would help you go far. Or you being married and you knowing that you guys are working together and growing together before banks, you guys are building interest together, you guys are doing good together, getting approved for things together. It's so much positive, positive things that come with marriage. And I feel like a lot of people don't like marriage because of what they've been thrown, like what they've been shown. And they never got a real good chance or been around better example of what marriage is all about. Because it's not bad at all. It's it's the most ex- amazing experience ever. It's amazing, y'all. She hear that? It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. She loving marriage. Ew. You sound like a fish. Oh, my. She loves me. But anyways, you guys, thank you so much for tuning into our episode um, on Raw Marriage yes. Part 2. Stay tuned for the next episode. Uh, episode. We're not going to tell you what it is. 
Yeah, but stay tuned. it'll be a mixture of a few topics. But again, you guys stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. We will be dropping our episodes every Monday and Thursday at 7 p.m. <laughs> so again, shout us out if you want to. Um, we appreciate you guys for listening. We love y'all. Peace.